Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. This podcast is brought to you by Ajna Center for Learning. To know more about Ajna and connecting with the host, check out the links given in show notes. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. Hello everyone. Today we have with us Ritu Malhotra. She's a psychologist, a kinesiologist and a teaching metaphysician. And she runs the Ajna Center in Pune. And a primary focus is to help people discover the power of choice in their lives and learn to touch the field of consciousness and light. So, welcome Ritu ma'am. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Likewise. So, Ritu ma'am, can you first tell that exactly what you do and what is Ajna Center? Well, uh, I started Ajna about uh, 30 some years ago, over 30 years ago. And uh, that is a long story, actually, the way it came to that. Uh, I believe that there is always a personal reason why we do things that we, uh, you know, take on passionately in our lives. It is always something that means a lot to us. And there is a reason why it means a lot to us. Because of something either we are searching for ourselves or... uh, you know, something that we feel a lack of. So as a child, I was very sick and I was looking for something to help me. You know, the regular allopathic modern medicine was not helping me. So I was looking for alternative ways to to help myself get healthy. You know, I could hardly breathe. My lungs were packing up and I was desperately searching. So that journey led me to explore one dimension, another alternative way, all kinds of natural healings, etc. And I came to uh, the learning, the understanding that whatever happens to us, underneath all that is a feeling. Yeah. And that feeling is more important than the symptom itself. Its basis was in our Hindu uh, traditions. You know, in Ayurveda, for instance, you know, so I decided to start Ajna Center in Pune, where I was living at the time, and I still am. And uh, that's how it began, first to help myself and then to help somebody else. And I think that is the way to to approach any kind of authentic uh, learning and study. And before we get into that, I'd like to say one more thing. The reason I called it Ajna was because Ajna is our third eye. It's the name of the Ajna Chakra, which is uh, in between the eyebrows. And that is the center of learning in the brain. Whenever we learn something new, or we make a new choice, or we uh, discover an option in our lives, this is the area of the brain that we use. Otherwise, when you have learned to do something, It goes behind the brain, in the back brain. All back past memory is the back brain. And it's amazing that we use the back brain 95% of the time. So Ajna signifies new learning, new choices, new alternatives. Yeah, that is how the brain is rejuvenated. It is refreshed. That's a very well way to uh, term what you want to do for life and how to help people for that. So uh, if... Yeah, and I also feel that it's very easy to do, you know, and that is what I'd like to say. It's not, psychology does not have to exist in an ivory tower somewhere and become very, very (coughs) esoteric and very difficult to reach. True, true, definitely. Yes, we'll definitely get more in-depth to that. So let's first start with kinesiology. And uh, can you share what is kinesiology? And along with that, Mm -hmm. I also know that 
uh, as per my research, there's a lot of muscle testing which happens with kinesiology. So can you explain yeah. this? Yeah. <clears throat> First of all, the word kinesis is represents movement. In this case, it is movement of the muscle. Now, the basis is that every time you have a thought in your head, every time you think, speak or feel something, it passes through your whole body. Okay, it doesn't just stay in the brain. Every cell of the body responds to that thought. Okay, so um, when we have a single thought, it is readable. And it is readable through muscle response. And that is what I have learned to do. It is the most slight and the most smallest movement of the muscle that you can detect to uh, determine whether it is a yes or no answer. Whether this thought or word gives stress to the body or it's okay for the body. You know, like they do lie detector tests. You must have heard of that. You know, they, they hook up your body with little uh, wires and they ask you some questions. And what are they testing? I can test any muscle in the body and it will tell me whether this thought is stressful or whether I'm okay with that. And in the same way, we test for the emotions that cause stress. In the same way, we can test how much stress is there in the body. We can also test how much motivation is there in the body. Okay. And why are we testing the body? Why not just ask somebody, how are you feeling? Correct. Yeah. Now, all the time we answer that question. Someone says, how are you, Harish? And mm. Harish says, I'm fine. Mm. Right. But whether you're fine or not, that is how you answer. But True. if you want to come to the truth of something, you have to bypass that conscious controlling mind and you have to go to the truth and the body does not lie. The mind lies. True, true. Yeah, because it either wants to, you know, it has fear or it wants to hide something or it is embarrassed or whatever. So if we want the truth, this is the shortest, easiest and simplest way to get to the truth of anybody's reality. True, true. So uh, is it like whenever you're, let's say, I'm not sure what you call when you have, I am, I guess I assume that whenever someone meets you, he's a patient for you, he or she is a patient for you. So when you're doing your muscle testing, is it that you yeah. are checking each muscle and asking a question at that time and a getting the true response from the body itself. Absolutely. I'll give you an example. I am saying something and I'm testing your, your muscle, right? Now I am, uh, for, I'll give you an example. For instance, uh, the muscle says anger or I'm saying, does this particular situation give you anger? And the muscle says, yes. Now, it is not only that that I know by testing that small thing. I also know what is underneath that anger. The body will tell me on asking a similar question, whether there is a disappointment. That is what causes the anger. So underneath the anger, there may be a disappointment or a fear of some sort. Huh? But we show it as anger. True. Yeah? True. Underneath that disappointment, there's another deeper feeling, which may be that I'm unacceptable the way I am, or I'm not as important as I would like to be. Mm. Yes. And that is what is causing me to be. It's like a feeling but of we hopelessness. are just used to a superficial, a superficial emotion, not the emotion that is deep inside. Now, how would I come to that truth by asking you? When I ask anybody, and that is in our culture as well, when you ask anybody, are you stressed or is there something stressful? We say, no, there's nothing wrong with my life. I'm okay. Everything's fine. You know, so then I call my work 
getting better. So I'm coming from that premise that yes, you're fine. Of course, you're fine. But would you like to get better? You know, it's an emotional fitness. Right. So the body is not the only thing that needs to be fit. Our mm. emotions need to get fitter as well, right? True, true, and that's the way. I guess your face also is one of the biggest tellers of what you're feeling, rather than the words which come out. So, Ritu, ma'am, I assume in your process, we yeah. also have biofeedback, right? Within that time. can you share an example of how do you manage the process let's say someone comes to a course what is the exact procedure yeah so um, i'm going to take harish okay so harish calls me and says you know what um uh, i have an unhappy <laughs> i have an unhappy relationship and i would like to make it better right we all have some unhappy relationship True. i would like to make it better so then for, for the first 5 minutes <laughs> i will find out what is it that is going on with you you can tell me a few things about the relationship but we don't talk too much okay we go right to the testing so we find out ki okay what is what is the stress level at this moment and how much do you feel that you can uh make this relationship better that's also a percentage yeah so we determine that then we find out ki what is are you really feeling you may say that i am very upset or i feel helpless but what you are really feeling may be that you fear something that this person will leave you or this person will not give you what you want or this person may not be interested in you yeah that is what you really feeling so in the course of the first session we reduce the stress on what this person is feeling and by reducing the stress by doing various techniques i can't say them to you like that it's an experience you go through so by reducing the stress the brain now shifts from back to front now you begin to see oh yeah you know what i could do this or i could say oh. this Mm. or aha i haven't done this maybe i right. can do that so you start to explore and discover new things that you may never have thought of before and that is because the stress level is now reduced then the most important part of the session is that what is the body trying to tell you the body is trying to say that you know what you have an option here if you are feeling hurt or embarrassed or fearful this is also something that exists in the body you also have confidence within you you have bravery you have interest you know you have a, a peace and a calm also within you that already exists so you know what the main thing to understand is that life never gives us only the negative it always gives us the positive also but when we are focused on the negative we don't look for the positive true you know so we, we forget ki bhai agar agar din hai to raat hai raat hai to din hai dono ek hi hai na par hum kabhi jab din hota hai to hum sochte hain ki raat nahi hogi of course it will be there and we accept that then why do we not accept that within this fear there is also assurance within the same body right mm. and i help you help yourself to find and go to that place <coughs> yeah yes yes that's true um people fail to uh remember or recollect that there are a lot of goods within them also and they always see the negative side a lot of strength a lot of strength mm. a lot of strength that we were all born with you know mm. we didn't come here as defective pieces we came here as whole human beings 100% energy 
And then the belief system develops. And then life happens. And then we develop our personalities. Yeah. So a very important part of the process is to go back to that time where we had all of this. And we So we go down the memory, memory, memory lane. True, true. So is it like uh, if someone comes to you, uh, I know that it's more difficult to say that, say the things which they really are facing. So then you have the procedures like a muscle testing approach or a stress testing approach. But when someone actually comes to you for these sessions, is it like a more of a one-on-one tailored approach or is it a group session? No, it's always one-on-one. The session, private sessions. See, Ajna has uh, two or three things that we do, activities. One is the private sessions that go on every day. Yeah. And each session lasts about an hour and a half and sometimes two hours. Yeah. Other than that, we have training programs. Training programs are group things where I am training you to become a kinesiologist. Okay. 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 But these are 100% confidential and 100% private sessions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So whenever someone comes to you, have you faced any resistance from uh, your patients as they share their stories? Of course, there is resistance because the brain has accepted a certain helplessness. The brain is not accustomed to making choices. So it has become habit forming. It becomes like any other addiction. So the moment I suggest something else, there is resistance, of course. But that is my job. You know, that is my job to go past that resistance and still to let the stress level come down so that that resistance does not have as much fear. See, resistance, the name of resistance is fear. Mm, that's huh? true. That's true. Nee resistance ki, resistance that's the root cause. Huh? Even I, I, I have seen I will many. At least, I will, yeah. I've seen many people getting angry and then later realizing that they do generally get angry because they have fear. And whenever they are in a moment when they'll be more fearful, they get more angry. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, underneath that fear is something else. Underneath that fear is, say, unimportance. Ki mujhe gussa kyun aata hai? Mujhe gussa aata hai kyunki aapne mujhe accept nahi kiya. And that's a very, very painful thing to accept. So I get angry. Having the feeling of being ignored is the biggest problem. Exactly. You know that you don't matter. Now that really hurts a lot. Yeah. And uh, all we have learned is anger. We haven't learned anything else. And that is another thing which I, I want to, uh, you know, emphasize that our education, bachpan se, we are not taught to handle our feelings. Balke we are taught to suppress feelings. Hai na? So in which school or which teacher is teaching us to handle disappointment, tell me, you know, or embarrassment or loss. You know, we lose people. We lose things. Nobody teaches us to handle all these things which like discouragement. You know, this I feel emotional education or emotional intelligence which has now in the last 30-40 years become such a fad now. You know, everybody's into emotional intelligence. But it is absolutely necessary from the beginning a child should be taught these things in kindergarten because that is when he or she leaves the house you know and goes into school and starts to get into competition <clears throat> and all of that right true, true. so you know this is the stuff 
Aharish, this is the stuff of everyday life. Mm. Tell me who can escape this and who has escaped it? None of us. We have all gone through childhoods that have been stressful. Agar school mein nahi to ghar pe. Ghar pe. You know? So society mein, hamare friends ke saath, peers ke saath, everywhere. So, uh, this, what I would like to see, you know, as far as uh, my work is concerned, I would like to see it at the street level. Because emotions is what we all share. No matter where you are in the world, no matter what your status is, you know, no matter how rich or poor or what we are, you know, what color or race or anything, we all feel the same things, the same way. That's true. And that yeah, is we all start. feel joy and happiness, you know, and regret. Whether you're in Pune or in Timbuktu, you feel the same thing. You know, so then this should be something that should be primary education. You know, and that is what my uh, whole purpose is at Ajna. You know, I want to address and remove the stigma that is attached to taking counseling. Mm-hmm. Counseling uh, has got the label that are pagal log jate hai mahato. True. Yeah, you know, kuch, you know, when you come to edge of something, when you want to commit suicide, you know, why do you need to come to that level? This is preventive. Prevent that from happening. Discover for yourself the strength that lives within you already, right now. True, true. I'm not going to inject something into somebody. I uncover and unpack what is already there. And I guess, yeah, yeah, um, many people do not know what's within them, as well as, yeah, very good point, uh, that uh, these set of emotions of handling uh, our own emotions should be taught right from the start, but that is something which we later learn as we are in college or let's say we join a job. Then is the time when we really realize and uh, then it could be that someone might just hit the wall and not proceed further. Exactly. And the thing is that habits are formed before the age of seven. That is where the blueprint is. And once the die is cast, that becomes a belief system. Correct. That is your personality. And then from then on, you begin to fill in the blanks. I am smart. I am stupid. I am clever. Or I am devious. You know? Mm. Or I am cute. Or I am ugly. Whatever. You know, so why not begin right there? True. True. And this then these uh, habits or these uh, feelings get imprinted in what we define ourselves as. Yes. So and that becomes the image of self. Yes, yes. You know, so you know what? If Harish has a particular image about himself that he cannot dance, for instance, and there is something in his company that says, Acha, aaj to dance party hai, he will just not go there. Or he'll say, no, no, you know, I have two left feet. I just can't dance. So I'm not even going to attempt. Wow, yeah? you really caught me there. most <laughs> of... <laughs> most of our I, I, I chose a very I chose a very um, simple one <laughs> there are there are many others but what I'm saying is that that is the image that we have of ourselves you know this is decided very very early in our childhoods but it is in the memory of the body that is what I am 
testing. I am testing the cellular memory. Memory that is like, just like a computer, na? it has eons of memory, this body. You know, which we don't even know that we have programmed. Mm. So oh, actually dear. this body is a program. Huh? And in this program is this belief system. That we are like this and we will like this. True. Oh, बदल सकते हो तुम और बहुत आसानी से बदल सकते हो और हंसी खुशी से बदल सकते हो इट इज नॉट समथिंग दैट वी हैव टू क्राई ओवर यू नो इट्स नॉट अ वेरी सीरियस बिजनेस लेट्स नॉट मेक इट सो इनफैक्ट माय सेशंस आर वेरी फनी बिकॉज़ वी रियली बिगिन टू लाफ एट आवरसेल्व्स कि कैन यू इमेजिन आई मीन आई वाज आई वाज सो crazy to have done this you know <laughs> as you look back you know so it's it's like that it's, it doesn't have to be uh, you know uh, rona dhona all the time true you know what i mean yeah so, yeah but yeah uh, again having sessions with laughter is like the best medicinal approach how you can conduct your sessions my subject yeah. is emotions because i feel that no matter what problem you have in your life you know the problem is never the problem it's how you feel about the problem that's the problem theek hai aaj tum wahan baithe ho you know the roof falls on your head you have a few choices right you can cry about it for the next 6 months hmm. or you can say all right i have to build another roof true right so the problem is not the problem the problem is not that the roof fell the problem is how do you feel about the roof falling mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. things happen life happens to all of us we all have stories yeah we all have stories that are sad and that are joyful and that are hurtful and there are you know much happens in our lives all our lives but to learn to accept what is the purpose of all this and that is my last session with anybody and that is that we are an energy all of us this body is an energy this life is an energy this world is energy yeah and we are an important part of that energy This energy is magnetic in nature. तो हम जो हम एक मैग्नेट के जैसे हैं वॉटेवर वी एक्सप्रेस वी अट्रैक्ट दिमिलर थिंग सो इफ आई एक्सप्रेस एंगर आई विल अट्रैक्ट दैट एंगर एंड समटाइम्स आई सिट एंड वंडर की वाई इज माई लाइफ लाइक दिस गो बैक टू योर सेल्फ वॉट आर यू पुटिंग आउट देर the change happens within not on the outside we are always looking outside true when this happens my life will change when i get this job when i have this much money when that girl comes into my life you know or i have this mercedes benz whatever it isn't out there true within yeah absolutely so now just talking about these things has a very short life span but when you go through an experience then it becomes yours yeah and that is what kinesiology is that is what ajna centers all about it is an experiential learning it's not bookish it's not intellectual yeah right. once right. it becomes an emotional emotional learning then you own it and no you can only share it then true no one can take it away from you and by sharing it it grows for you and for them mm. you know so that is how powerful this magnetic this dynamo is True. Which True. is this life? Which is this opportunity that we have been given? 
all of us same way huh? all of us <laughs> definitely definitely so Even though it doesn't appear to be at times yeah so ritu ma'am have you observed any one common limitation which have been set by people absolutely one universal is i'm not okay huh or i have very low self worth not having the feeling that of that underlies almost everything yeah my personal value now really tell me the moment we look at ourselves with a value doesn't our behavior change it does why will i choose to be why will i choose to be a uh, um, uh, an alcoholic mm. or a drug addict yeah True. yeah we are all looking for value it's mm-hmm. the same thing everywhere people express it in different ways yeah some will express it as a relationship problem some as a health issue some as uh, some fears phobias addictions obsessions all kinds of things people express it as but when you come down to it deep 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 down into your cellular memory we are all the same true yeah true. we have certain obstructions in the way we look so we are actually our perceptions mm. yeah you look at one thing and you may get scared that are that's a snake i may look at the same thing and say are that's just a rope mm. right true so it is our ability to see that i am working on in a very gentle and a very very non intrusive way in my session you are not forced to do anything you have come here as a seeker you want something right that's why you're here correct right. it is my job to facilitate your ability to find that mm-hmm. yeah True. so my job is to shine the light on all those dark spaces that you have not been able to see true, yeah true. yeah i guess uh, i i too have noticed and i guess this has this feeling i've noticed more in the uh the generations which have directly entered the social media era which is that i am not enough and that gets more dominant when they keep coming to their social media accounts and keep seeing what their friends or their families have been doing and their feeling gets more inculcated with them that i am not enough i am not enough i am not enough yep true, true. in fact um, there's a blog uh, there's a blog i write regularly and i just finished writing the same thing and the title of it is chasing happiness that's you know nice. that's nice so yeah we are all the chase is on and nothing can ever be enough true true no job no relationship no possession nothing can be enough because someone else will always have more yes than you yeah there so will... we are looking in the wrong place yes there okay. will always be someone who's bigger I teach, than i teach you yeah so i all i change the lens with which you see actually it's called bloodless brain surgery <laughs> that's a nice term <laughs> yeah and that's a nice term and a more <laughs> that's a nice term and a more comforting <laughs> term for your patient <laughs> yeah because you don't realize that you've come to a brain surgeon <laughs> mm. True, true. you you didn't opt for that huh? but it happens so painlessly you know that uh, you don't even realize that you've suddenly not the same person anymore true you know 
because your value has gone up in your own eyes hmm that's so true. you're not looking out there for someone else to tell you that you're okay i can look in the mirror right now and tell myself the hmm. same thing right right and again with full 100% and that is how and that is how i will attract to myself what i truly want you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shall i say that again no no perfect yeah <laughs> okay because you know it takes a while before people get it it's so simple ke it we miss it it's yes. that simple Yes. You know and the mind wants to complicate things too much. Life isn't complicated. We make it complicated. It's really quite simple. In fact, I call my work the search of the simple. So Ritu ma'am, moving now from kinesiology to your other traits that is uh, you are also a teaching metaphysician. Now what is mm-hmm. that exactly? yeah as i said the primary i may be using a technique or a method in order to determine behaviors and um you know the symptoms that everybody has the emotional symptoms but what i am truly working on is your energy yeah and metaphysics is the science of energy that everything has an energy the table the chair you're sitting on you know the world that you live in you know every tiny thing has an energy and this energy uh doesn't do anything on its own it's just there when we probe it or touch it or use it it starts to get activated yeah so i have a thought for instance that is energy is it a good thought or a bad thought is it a stressful thought or a pleasure thought is it going to make me happy or is it going to get me down in the dumps it's an energy wherever i put my focus on oho aisa ho jayega what if this happens tomorrow i am going to go there what if i am not accepted blah 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 we go yeah that is an energy and wherever i put my energy it is going to become bigger it expands and it expands and by the way this is nothing new i am not saying anything that i have invented this is there in the vedas okay that is how old the concept of energy is because this whole universe is an energy mechanism and this whole life that we have is an energy game and we need to play it as a game because it's only here for a very short while you know true i don't know how old you are or how long you plan to be here but it is very short really mm. so then how do you want to use this right because this is just an opportunity you know so metaphysics really expands and gives you the big picture of life okay ki okay. you are not just harish punjabi you are much more than that yeah right. and right. your energy level extends far beyond your body yeah this is not anything esoteric it's a scientific principle and today quantum physics is teaching us exactly that yeah that a, a wave or a particle is what you see it as you can see it as a wave and i can see it as a particle right so it depends on the observer yeah so that is what metaphysics is and that is how i use to get you to uh 
beyond the obstacles that you have created in your life. Right, yeah? right. And you can only do that by shifting your perception. Right. Means it happens a lot. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Means uh, I have an example to share. It. I have noticed that some people who have the example which you gave the expansion of energy. Whenever someone who has very high energy, you just notice them as they enter the room, and I don't know. There's some aura or that kind Absolutely. of energy which they carry that everyone has their eyes on either him or her. you call it charisma right you know you right. call it charisma right. right but actually when you get down to it it is that energy you know that they feel about themselves there right. is a certainty that they know either they are good at this or they are going to be very valuable in this um, in this room or however right they carry that magnetism it's a magnetism right right so ma'am now moving on to your how do you prime yourself for the day and do you follow any morning routine absolutely um i'm a very early riser um i do believe that uh to wake up as the sun wakes up uh, the energy is the highest so yes i do begin with the uh, um meditation which i do um as a part of uh, my vipassana you know training that i've been doing for <clears throat> the past 25 or so years wow. uh focusing on my breath yeah and then i have an exercise routine because it's not just the mind it's the body as well <laughs> so i need to train my muscles so i have a workout you know um i'm also uh, of the firm opinion that it's body mind and spirit all of it so i eat extremely healthy um i uh, don't have processed food very much or i don't have um, uh, fizzy drinks or um, uh basically i'm conscious mm-hmm. of where i spend my energy true yeah so any wasteful activity according to me which could be um a gossip which could be uh, putting someone down uh which could be um uh procrastination of uh, like say not doing my exercise you know or indulging in too much sweet yeah so it's just a consciousness harish actually you know when i'm aware i naturally do the things that are good for this energy and it keeps it in balance true yeah true. you so it's not like i'm a hermit or anything i do everything that everybody else does but i do it in balance and i think that balance is that art you know we have we've all here to learn that's true that's this true. life is is an artful balance and as we maintain that i think everything else fits into place really definitely um you mentioned you know, about uh, your experience with vipassana can you uh, share more on that that what kind of changes have you noticed after vipassana oh first of all um i was very young when i went there so i was not uh, prepared for the uh, you know the earthquake that, that i was going to experience you know uh, it's like you know the rug is pulled from under your feet and you just kind of uh cannot hold on to anything anymore everything that you realize uh you have lived by uh, everything that is uh, security for you is you realize is only temporary this whole life is only temporary every emotion is only temporary you know mm-hmm. so the lesson of vipassana 
is impermanence mm. huh so what am i holding on to right so you start looking at attachment differently but you also start to use your time very effectively because this opportunity is only this much it's like 24 hours in the day this day is not going to come back so how do i want to live my day i will need to be aware for that yeah right so you know that kind of thing um and i said it's all really simple once you allow it to become your reality and then you start to look at everything like that say i lose something or say i don't get what i want my perception will go to isme bhi kuch bhala hoga yeah you know what is the win in this situation what do i have to gain from it maybe it wasn't meant to be mm-hmm. yeah so i stop chasing it because chasing is where the stress level comes na right right Isn't we it? start telling ourselves our own story yeah and we are all the stories we tell ourselves you're right absolutely <laughs> true true yeah yeah so ritu ma'am we've just come to the end of our show what message would you like to share with everyone well i'd like to repeat a couple of things because they are difficult to absorb you know as i said they are so simple but they are difficult to absorb i would like uh everyone who's heard this and for you also whoever you share it with i would like people to look at themselves as the magnetic creatures that we all are <clears throat> you know i would like you to concentrate on reestablishing ki what is it that i really truly want in this life you know and concentrating on first giving that and then getting it for ourselves you know if there's peace i want or if there's companionship i want or if i'm lonely and i want a partner learn to be a partner first and you will attract a partner that way another thing that works absolutely wonders is breath just the concentration on breath you know without breath we are nothing breath is the ultimate treasure we have and we focus so little on it breath is the interface between our emotional world and ourselves when we are angry our breath changes when we are sad our breath changes <clears throat> when we are excited our breath changes you know so through the breath is the way to the spirit actually it calms the mind it calms the body for nourishment and nutrition we then absorb what we digest otherwise we don't absorb it it goes away as waste mm. yeah so there is one thing that i tell a lot of my clients and that is that since i call my center ajna this is a area where there is a gland called the pineal gland huh in the brain it's deep inside the brain but the most important part of this brain is that it is light sensitive huh it responds to light so when we take a flashlight a small pen light for instance and we shine it here in the middle of the forehead we rejuvenate this gland huh a lot of times it goes to sleep because we don't use it and that is the seat of memory that is the seat of the real true brain that we are trying to access okay mm-hmm. so as we shine this light one minute only one minute in the morning and one minute at night 
या बिफोर वी गो टू बेड यू विल फाइंड दैट देर आर न्यूरोलॉजिकल चेंजेस विद इन द ब्रेन ओवर अ पीरियड ऑफ टाइम दैट यू विल रियली बी हैप्पी अबाउट your comfort level yes your ability your ability to think clearly the lack of confusion your ability to remember will go up so <laughs> okay, i guess huh? uh, everyone should definitely try out uh, try this out to experience and it's not harmful you yeah. can't harm yourself you can definitely. only help definitely okay? I I to have experience while doing meditation how the attention and focus directly unconsciously shifts to the center of the head and yes definitely yeah. I as well as I'll recommend everyone who I know to practice what you just said and um, if there are any <clears throat> questions at all please get in touch with me uh, visit my website which is A J N A C E N T E R Ajna Center dot O R G and also write to me at Ajna Center for Learning at gmail dot com. I also have another email, Ritu Life Coach R I T U Life Coach at gmail. So feel free to write to me. I'd love to hear from you and answer any uh, questions that you may have. And do visit the website. yeah there are a lot of videos there you can see on the website so keep in touch and thank you for this harish definitely definitely i thank i you. will i will make sure to link all those contacts the website as well as the email ids in the show notes so that anyone uh, wants to refer yeah. they can directly get in touch with you as well as your team um again ritu right. ma'am yeah uh very much thank you for sharing all your knowledge on kinesiology on metaphysics uh this will be very much helpful to all our users that was this week's episode for the cellular alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist ritu malhotra don't forget to follow the podcast and join us next week for yet another episode Thank you for listening.